Carla. And I'm Sarah. Welcome to Creative Reboot. So something that drives lots of creatives to set up a business is freedom woo-hoo. and the lure of being able to do things. On, yeah, I like that little woohoo. woo-hoo. <laughs> um, it's the lure of being able to do things on your own timetable and, mm. and not have anyone tell you what to do and, and be free, right? Yes. That, that's the that's thing that, that, that makes people want to be, at least one of the things that makes people want to work for themselves. Yes. And then inevitably, and I say inevitably because I'm pretty sure everyone I've ever spoken to has set up a business has experienced this, a few months or possibly years <coughs> in, um, um, you find yourself running around to pretty much everybody else's timetable except the one that you would like to be uh, running on. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit sad. Mm. Um, and it is possible to overcome, but yes. there seems to be a process. There seems to be a process, like some kind of weird universal law that everybody has to go through this this bit where they let everybody else set their timetable for them and they they react rather than set things Would it is it's a bit like a uh, an initiation isn't it really to, to yeah you, you start not off in a fun way no not in a fun way do, do you know the, th- the first thing that immediately comes to mind there is actually when I first started my wedding photography business all those years ago um I ended up having a, a little bit of a uh, a conflab with a client who didn't like the way I'd edited her photographs, even though she'd seen my photos before booking me. Um, and I was of the mind that, well, no, I'm not going to change the way I work for you. This is, this is, you booked me knowing what my work looks mm. like. And yet other people were saying to me, no, no, you should change your, what you do for the client. And I thought, well, hang on a second. This was a bit of a, an early realisation of, of this for me. Absolutely. Yeah, in that Absolutely. kind of specific. But talking about, as, as far as talking about like time, obviously I've, I've interrupted your intro here, Carla. No, but... no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a discussion. It's fine. It's discussion, yes. um, and actually, if, if we didn't, if you didn't occasionally interrupt, I'd probably just talk for an hour by myself <laughs> and not notice. Well. So then everyone would be very bored. So that's fine. I'm good with that. Good point. Um, yeah. But no, we we wanted to say that we are here to tell you from the other side that you can set your own hours. You are in charge. Might not feel like it, but you really are. And you can also say no fuck off when people try to take over your diary. Absolutely. Um, And I think that's the specific is there. Sorry. Yeah, that's what my example obviously wasn't related to time because I didn't want to change what the work I was doing for someone. But I didn't actually realise that I could also say to somebody, hey. I don't want to work th- these hours because you've told me I have to work these hours. So, yeah, this is yeah. kind of what we're talking and about, think, isn't it? And I think the caveat that I would put on there is that I I think it's very unlikely that any of your clients are trying to take over your life or your diary. It's just that they are working on their schedule. Yes. And the onus is then on us as business owners to make it very clear when we are and aren't available. Absolutely. Making Rather it Rather than just blindly saying yes to yeah. everything. From the very even start. Even if it's not convenient from yeah. the start. Yeah. yeah, from the very start. You know, it's, it's really, it is really hard to do that because you're, obviously from, from the start, you're trying to get business, your business, their business, well words <laughs> get there eventually can't words for shit yay <laughs> i got that one in early today um you did <laughs> but yeah you're trying to get their business so you're obviously trying to make a good impression and you, which kind of means wooing them a little bit doesn't it and but there are ways that you can do that without um bending completely to their will and saying hey no this is how i do things now so and that's what we're going to talk about isn't it really yeah i think mm. so um, and I think the the ideal place to start is with emails because emails yes. are both a wonderful invention and the absolute bane of my life. <laughs> um, 
they're wonderful because they mean I don't have to spend as much time on the phone Um, I love writing letters but they do take time you know emails are fairly instant they're great but bugger me they just also mean that you start your day at the mercy of everybody else and other people's demands and what everybody else wants you to do except what you want to do and I think that for me certainly um, this might be different for you Sarah because your previous job was not always office based but Mm. for me because I've always had office based kind of jobs or jobs which required me to check an email to find out what I was doing that day if they weren't office based my habit is to start in my default setting from the very first job I ever had is to check emails first thing which means I literally start my day feeling stressed about what everybody else is demanding of me and it's not a great way to start so it's something I've had to let go of in but it's taken me two and a half years of running my business full time seven years of running a business nine however long I don't even know how long I've been running my businesses now but <laughs> it's taken me a long bloody time to get so, out of that habit and say no I'm not going to check emails first yeah so when when in your day do emails happen now then so now um it is either the last thing I do before I go to bed so that I can um set myself a task list for the next day that oh, is on my terms okay or it happens kind of in the middle of the day when I'm trying to procrastinate from a big piece of work that I don't want to start I like it's that a good one. procrastination tool <laughs> so it does depend it depends what else i've got on but it it is almost never first thing in the morning now unless at the moment actually that's not happening because i'm dealing with a lot of postponements and people needing responses very quickly so Mm. i do a quick scan of it first thing but um i'm trying not to do that at all i don't know if that's similar or different no i am definitely still a first thing in the morning kind of person with my emails but i think probably the way i deal with them now is slightly different to how i used to deal with them i was very much uh, i would spend however long it took in the morning, reading every each individual email and then responding to each email as I was reading them. Whereas now what I do is I very quickly glance over the email and I've got three folders. If it's um, if it's something, I know. This is the bit that makes me very nervous. <laughs> I've got three folders and I have one that's to keep. So if it's something like a a receipt or a ticket or something that I need to keep but I don't don't need to do anything with don't need to action it it gets flagged for that folder and it goes in there if it's something that needs to be responded to it gets flagged with another different color little star I do it with little colored stars is how I um, differentiate all of mine that goes in my follow-up folder and then anything else which is normally typically mail out stuff from people that I've subscribed to it's stuff that I know I want to read but I don't need to read it right now so all of that gets um, pushed into my to read later folder and then I I leave everything then I've, I've quickly all the follow-up stuff I've looked at if there's nothing that's particularly urgent that doesn't need to be follow up right that moment that's my inbox done I clear my inbox out in five minutes every morning okay see that that does feel i mean that still makes me nervous but it it feels more approachable it's much more approachable definitely my inbox generally has a lot of emails in it Mm. um i don't ever really take anything out i use a search function i'm very much that's what the search function was built for it's a perfectly reasonable (laughs) acceptable way to like it literally exists for a reason so i keep everything in one place and i search and the only time things get moved is if they are specific to one client and don't need to be like i've done the thing that i need to do Mm. or if they are um finance related so yeah. all my finances are meticulously organized it's probably the only thing in my life that is <laughs> but, <laughs> you know oh I've, um, I've got then i've then got folders for like all my clients yeah once i've dealt with yeah. that email and everything it all gets filed away into those see folders. i don't really do that i leave it all in the inbox and then i just search when i know oh, because i rely God, on that feels like pain yeah see we just make each other nervous <laughs> but it's really interesting because i used to find my emails a very stressful thing mm. and actually now that i have said no, I am not looking at them first thing. I am not looking at them until I am ready to look at them. Yeah. 
they don't feel quite so when I do look at them even if there's like 300 new ones which sometimes is the case if I've been a bit lax for a few days or I've had a day out of the office or whatever um because I'm subscribed to a lot of newsletters and things as well which again sure. I want to read and I read very quickly and they they tend to be my scrolling mm. at night things yes um but I don't find it stressful anymore mm. and I think it is but it took it took I can't and it's funny because now I've put that in place I can't understand why I was so scared of not checking my emails first thing yeah I'm not quite sure what I thought I was going to miss. Um, I've still had inquiries that I've been able to respond. The only inquiries I ever miss, actually, in fact, I do need to check check my website because I had a couple go walkies recently, um, is when my um, my website um, form yes. has Hasn't a hiccup. Worked, yeah, exactly. You know, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Um, but actually, if the website's had a hiccup, checking my emails earlier isn't going to fix that hiccup. No. So, it's, you know, it's, it's not like I'm actually missing anything. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you, I've been doing that for about six months now, and the world has not fallen apart. I know it's amazing, isn't it? Definitely, yeah, when you really because yeah. I used to, I was very much of the mind uh, originally, especially in the early days of my business, that if somebody sent me an inquiry at ten o'clock at night, I had to respond to it as quickly as possible to get make sure that I got a, a chance of getting that business, and. Mm-hmm. I would say it's an interesting one as well because it probably depends on the industry you're in. So mm-hmm. we are finding with, um, in fact, I've always found with um, my retail businesses, but at the moment the two of those that I have is um, Ink Drops, which is stationery, and Tempered, which is chocolate. And the inquiries, the consumer questions, the customer, where is my parcel or how do I do X, Y, Z or can you do registered post or, you know, the, the general customer queries and stuff that happens. They generally happen evenings and weekends because that's when people aren't at work. That's when people are doing their leisure shopping. That's entirely reasonable. But just because that's when they're doing it doesn't necessarily mean that's when we have to reply. Absolutely. So we have got autoresponders set up on all social media accounts and on our email to say, um, basically, hi, thanks so much. Your 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 question has reached us safely. We will be in touch in X amount of time. And depending on like over over time that's changed so for ink drops it used to be we'll get back to you within 48 hours when we're both working it's now more like 24 because we're both working full-time on our businesses and we're that much more available but Mm. when we both had full-time jobs it was we gave ourselves a bit longer to to get back to people and i think it's like training your customers training your yeah customers that sounds awful doesn't it but no i know setting expectations setting people's expectations of when you are around and when you are so that they know um, and you know, before Christmas, we ran around like total headless chickens with both businesses. And if someone res- if someone asked me a question at one in the morning on Instagram, I responded yeah. because I was awake anyway. Mm. But we have in in both businesses, we have collectively decided um, they're both joint ventures, and we've collectively decided that actually that's not sustainable. No, definitely um, not. No, and it's not something we can do consistently. Therefore, we can't do it at all. Exactly. So we will reply to stuff within office hours because, because there is always somebody around in office hours. Yeah, but the pro- because the problem is if you do start responding to people at those hours, then they continually expect. It. and that's because yes. that's not that's not them that's not their fault it, that's the no, expe- that's expectation you've that you've set. brought Absolutely. yeah you've set with them yeah and it's much much easier to not have something than to take away something that yes. has always been there oh yeah so um so that's that's definitely been a really interesting and i don't you know i don't regret it over christmas because Christmas is my busiest time for both of those businesses. Christmas is a, you know, it's, it's a huge chunk of the money we make over the year it happens in the, the run up to Christmas. So that's absolutely fine. But we have put things into place for for future. And I think it's worth remembering that whatever your business is in and whatever stage your business is at, like you are allowed to. I mean, I had a friend years ago who used to, in fact, she might still do it for all I know. Um, she took the Edwardian lady approach to her correspondence and oh, her emails. This is interesting. And this meant... 
that on a Tuesday afternoon once a week, she had a whole afternoon dedicated to replying to her emails, replying to her letters, paying her bills, doing all her, you know, physical and digital correspondence, as an Edwardian lady might spend an afternoon writing letters. <laughs> I was like, I really like this. I like that. And it meant that if you happened to email her on Wednesday morning, you wouldn't get a response till the following Tuesday afternoon. Wow. But it didn't actually impact her business because she also made it very clear that this is what I do. I deal with, you know, I don't like dealing with emails. I deal with them once a week. Mm. And and her her clients, once they were booked in, had her phone number. So they could, could phone or text her if it was urgent. Yeah. She was a coach. So if, it, you know, her coaching clients were, had access to her. But her logic was, unless you're my client, you don't actually, you're my client or my family, you don't actually need immediate access to me. Yes, this is very true. And I, yeah, I, I like did that. find it uncomfortable, but I also found it very admirable, very like, oh, these these are some serious boundaries. I like this. That is, this is yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, my, my certain, there is a certain, for me, a certain level of stress there in that, like you say, if someone emails Wednesday morning and you're not going to respond back to them until the following Tuesday, for me, that's that feels a little bit stressful. It feels a bit weird, doesn't it? <laughs> but 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 actually, once she had implemented it and and put it into place, it didn't do her business any harm at all. No, no, I can absolutely. And appreciate her logic, that. in the same way that actually now my so I run my business by email. So my contracts go out digitally. Um, my all of our, our discussions will be we might have a conversation on the phone or on Zoom but I will always follow it up with an email because that is how I keep records in my multiple things that I do um, your contract, your invoice, all of those things are by email. And so I've had a few people over the years say to me, oh, but you know, you really should um, you really should use social media DMs and you really should do this other stuff. Oh. And I'm like, no, if you can't use email, you are not my client. Exactly. If you need to not use email, then you need to find another photographer because I, you literally can't book my, my services if you can't use email. Yeah. So, yeah. and you know, that's not, I don't think that's discriminatory that most people can and do, and email is free to sign up for. Yes. Certainly if you're booking a brand shoot, I feel like email is probably not the barrier there to. No, definitely <laughs> like, not. You know? I've, uh, so. Because I, I know there's people who, I, I know a lot of photographers, we both know a lot of photographers obviously, but um, who actually, they run their entire business through their DMs. And that, I find that quite stressful. I think it probably depends on the type. I know a couple of people who do that and they get most of their inquiries by DMs. Mm. They do most of their promotion on DMs. They do very little on their own websites. They do very little in-person marketing. They don't do networking. They don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. They literally run there. Yeah. They get their inquiries. They get like 80% of their bookings through Instagram or whatever. Then I think that's quite reasonable because that's the platform they're on all the time. I think my struggle with that though is, and, and as people who have who use those platforms all the time have actually agreed with me when I say this, is that I find it very hard to keep track of people in DMs and who did I speak to on which platform and you know. What... I mean, I find it quite hard to keep track of people in sodding emails on my CRMs. <laughs> How people do it on DMs, I don't really know. Now, see, so, Carla, yes, I, would I don't I because I am organised in my emails. But... I am organised. <laughs> I'm just differently organised. <laughs> I am. I am. I know exactly. I did it to you the other day. There was a thing I needed and I said, oh, I'll just go and get that. And it was a a random notebook in a random place that was not where the notebooks live. And I found it in seconds. She was was back instantly. um, Differently organised. But no, I agree. I think keeping track of people. And I think for me as well, one of the things I really don't want to do is miss miss things. Yeah, that's a big fear of mine, definitely much harder i mean actually when you do miss things it tends to not be a disaster no. you know when i have inevitably missed things over the years it's not been a disaster but it's not something i want to do regularly because it doesn't fit with how i um how i want to run my business exactly yeah um, I agree. so yeah i also think the thing with with emails which someone once said to me and has always stuck with me is that if you run 
your life around your emails. And they were actually talking in a corporate setting where, of course, it is expected that you will be on your emails all the time and you reply to emails. And actually, sometimes people would send you an email and then phone you 10 minutes later if you hadn't responded to see if you'd got it. I've because that's just, the kind of culture that I worked in. And I just... Sarah's the, face the was face, I can't even imagine. <laughs> it was horrendous. That's been in more than one place as well. There's not even one culture. That is quite common in corporate culture, in my experience. Um but he said to me, but, you know, that means that you are letting other people dictate yes. your working day. Yeah. Because you are, whether it's your boss, whether it's your minions, whether it's your whoever it is. Maybe he didn't use the word minions. <laughs> he may have. <laughs> it means that you're looking at what other people need you to do rather than looking at everything that is on your task list. Yeah. And working out what you need to do in what order. And actually, although I really struggled because of the roles that I was in and I was often, um, you know, dealing with various people and acting as a mediator between various people. I kind of couldn't not be on my emails all the time because then they might email each other directly and then all bloody hell would break loose. So it was, it, it, yeah, and that's why I think it took me so long to break the habit. But I think he was spot on in that we don't want other people to dictate, particularly as creative freelancers or creative uh, business owners, self-employed, whatever you, is, whatever you refer to yourself as. If you are in charge of your own working day, you kind of need to set what that working day looks like. Mm. Well, I think as well, yeah, that's the thing I come to there with 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 the emails then is actually sorry i'm just trying to just deflect my cat from leaping up on my desk. i did wonder if there was a if there was a louis involved there <laughs> if you hear a crash in a minute it's that you know exactly what's happened um the thing with emails that i find is actually as well if, if you're constantly checking them is yeah you get that email that comes in and it could be something that you need to fix quite urgently and it's the, it's that distraction that it causes, and I think it's, I think it's you who told me, isn't it? When you when you get a distraction in your working day, it takes like twenty five minutes to actually get back to yeah, focusing on what you were a, doing. I think it varies. It varies for different people, but I think it, it can take a, a surprisingly long time to get back to what you were doing. Yeah, um, which is why I struggle so much to work when there's other people around. Yes. That's one of the reasons I have the luxury, and I I do stretch to living on my own, and I don't want a lodger, and I. You know, I, the various friends that I love dearly. I'd love to go on holiday with. I love my mum. I love going on holiday with her. I do not want to live with them long term. Yeah. Because I really struggle when there's somebody else around because there is that distraction of they might just walk past. It's not even like they're trying to distract me. They just exist and walk past <laughs> and then that's it. My, my, my attention's gone. So it's not their fault, but it's something that I am very aware of in myself. Mm. And um and I find actually having your email on in the background, having your WhatsApp on in the background, having your phone on in the background has the same effect as soon as it pings. It really does. Even if you don't look at it, a section of your brain has gone, Ooh. Oh, who's that? Who, is yeah, that something you've got I need your to respond to? Right here, yeah, your, yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's the so problem, I think that's, that's definitely something to, to consider. Mm. Um, and it's okay to say no. I think it's, you know, it's really... I mean, our, our next thing we were going to talk about is, you know, things take over because we allow them to. And I think that is something that we... It's quite weird when you first leave a job because most of us have left a job where we are accountable to at least one person yes um and so then suddenly having to be the person that decides what is and isn't allowed to to happen is 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 quite a strange mindset shift i think oh yeah i would imagine so Do, well well imagine so i know so definitely <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Sarah. It was so far back in the distant past that I've completely forgotten, obviously. Obviously, the mindset shift has been effective, but yes. you now can't remember what it was like before. 
But do you know what it is though? I think I've always bucked against authority anyway. Any time someone True. tries to tell me to do something, yeah. I do the opposite. So. Yeah, I've never been great. <laughs> Having said that, I mean, I <laughs> we're talking about you know you can set your own working hours and you can tell when you. I did all of that in a job. I just didn't shout about. It. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did do you know I I did the expectations of check your email first to see if there's you know some kind of fire that you need to put out, but um. I actually did. I mean, in my last job, I I came in when I felt like it and stayed a bit later to make up for it because I didn't want to come in early in the morning. <laughs> and no one actually pulled me up on it. Wow. So, um, and I did get it for away a with good, that with my job, good couple but... of years. No, your job, I think, would be more problematic, especially <laughs> as you tend to work in pairs. I was quite a solitary um, role in my, in my last job. Mm. Um, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like if you're going to fit your fit your work to your life yes rather than the other way around is that the right way around that is the right way around isn't i it? have to think about that sometimes when i say yeah you know, when, i had to really you, look that phrase is about living to work or working to live and i'm, and I'm always yes, like which one I, am i which supposed one, to be which doing which one <laughs> <laughs> it's hard still sometimes i'm supposed to be living to work um, no no I'm supposed to work no no live. other way around other way around yeah no um i mean i do love my work so it's not it's not a hardship to live to work yes. but you know um but yes i think if you are setting your setting your work times and your work uh, routines and your things that you do mm. and your expectations of your clients then um, sort of in in order um, and you're doing that so that your work fits around your life then I think you have to be quite firm and you do have to develop boundaries around those yes. because naturally a lot of the people in your both your working life and also in your home life will still be working nine to five yes and so, for example, I work on a very, very night owl schedule and I have to have my phone switched off and on do not disturb and not on vibrate at night because um, a lot of my friends are early birds, still work nine to five. Quite a lot of them get up at five to get on the train at six to go and then they spend their entire commute texting me. Obviously, in COVID times, that's not happening quite as much, <laughs> but they are still at their desks for 7.30 a.m. So by the time I surface about 11, um, there might be 300 messages from nine different chats wow. on my phone. I don't want to listen to that ping. No. I do not want to listen to that while I'm trying to sleep no, still, especially if I've not, not gone to bed till half past four. So um, that means that I need... And, you know, similarly, when clients ask for, oh, you know, can I have a nine o'clock meeting? The answer is no. Mm. You know, do you want to join this amazing networking group that meets at 6am? No, thank you so much for the invitation. But actually, no, I don't. That doesn't work for me. Exactly. Um, but it takes some confidence and some kind of oomph to do that. Well, it, you can't... It does, yeah. Keep, I think that's that's that's... With everything as well, that that's even with with when you're talking about clients, for example. It's, I think one of the things that we say, remind each other of quite frequently is like if a client gets in touch and says, "Oh, I need this done tomorrow because I've left it, you know, for for yeah. months on end, and suddenly it's become an emergency." What's that phrase that you always say to me? Their emergency is <laughs> not your your lack of planning is not my emergency there you go that's it exactly and uh, but it's, it's i've never actually said that out loud to oh, somebody no, no, no. who is trying to but that's what happens in my head yes I'm like this is not it's hard to remember that though isn't it because they're, obviously they're in a panicked state and they want to get something done you obviously want to do a good job for them so mm -hmm. you're and uh, maybe this is just us but my immediate reaction is oh you know what can i do to make this happen yes my i want to fix it for mm, them. yeah but actually it's not our problem to fix and actually i know a couple of people who will take on those requests but the very first thing they do is say yes i can move things around for you the rush fee is x yeah which is very sensible very which sensible. i think is actually really sensible but it's not something that has ever really occurred to me when that happens to me 
um, even if it's massively inconvenient to do it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a go. Uh, less so now, but certainly when I very first yes. went full time. It's, it's, it's linked in with that thing, isn't it, of saying yes to everything because yep. you're scared, because yep. you're operating from scarcity and you're scared. So, yeah, I think it's an interesting one. But the other thing that um, you wouldn't, well, certainly didn't occur to me, possibly naively, when I first went full time, I was like, whoa, I can, I can be free and I can work on my own timetable and I can go to bed at stupid o'clock and I can get up at lunchtime and still get 10 hours of work in and it's going to be great. I failed to remember that quite a lot of my friends have partners and children and normal jobs and they might actually not want to socialize at 4 30 in the morning on a tuesday <laughs> well then that's why i moved to canada for you there carlo all right i know you're so good <laughs> look, look at the devotion no <laughs> but the um i think the yeah, it's, it's remembering that you, you still want to have a life yes. around your business yeah. and, and not changing what you want to do around that, but just remembering to fit it in so that, you know, occasionally you can go to bed at 10 p.m. and get up at 8 and go out. Well, yeah, the, brunch, it's you know, creating um, that flexibility, isn't it, really? And I think so. Yeah. And doing it on your terms. Absolutely. Yeah. And then depressingly, this is probably the point at which we refer to that whole episode where we were like, flexibility and freedom means having a bloody routine it do, well but it does but, doesn't it but it this does, the thing. It does this is exactly yeah. what it does so yeah sorry guys yeah. you're just gonna have to get a routine okay <laughs> yeah. but it, i think it's, it's not trying to i think what my mum and my gran call burning the candle at both ends yes you you can't be a night owl and also be a lark mm-hmm. or an early bird um because then you end up being the permanently exhausted pigeon um but you you can't do both sustainably no. Because then you end up at burnout and then that doesn't help anybody, least of all you. So Least of all you. But yeah, the, the, then it also it, it gets you to a stage where you're not doing good work for your clients. And that has yeah. a knock on effect with, you know, bad word of mouth, which nobody wants. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, so actually it's 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 and not serving anyone, is it really? So weirdly, I mean, we're talking about this now, but I don't think this is something that has really you know there's endless courses which teach you how to run a business and there's endless various things that you can get you know for certain skills say marketing skills or you need to develop your i don't know instagram skills or whatever it is you need to develop you can do that um but not many people talk about this setting boundaries and saying this is when i work and this is when i don't and sticking to it it's it's almost it's almost a badge of honor that if you're self-employed you work all the hours that god sends you never switch off you can't put your business down you don't have a life and it's really weird there seems to be almost a a level of pride with with some people when i see them talking on like social media for example oh yeah i put in 70 hours last week and i'm thinking i don't want to put in i don't want to put in 40 if i can help it you know (laughs) I mean, I actually, I made. A, uh, in fact, I'll see if I can dig it out. It would probably make me cringe because it was a long. It was. I was about twenty fourteen. I think I made it for my my blog at the time, um, and I made a little meme that said, uh, "Entrepreneurship is working a hundred hours a week hmm? to avoid working forty hours a week for somebody else." That's Carla. Slap your hand because that's terrible. <laughs> But that that to be fair, was that I was the, at one point that was your mindset at the time. You thought that's no, what that was, that was or? that was that was a stupid thing that I'd read that seemed alarmingly <gasps> accurate. That you know you will work a lot in order to avoid working a little bit for somebody else in because we don't like working for somebody else. Yes, you will. Yes, Every, yes. It's, it's it's inevitable um, in the beginning. I mean, that you have to put for for context, in. at the time I had a full time job and I was also doing two side businesses, yeah. which meant I probably was pulling 70, 80 hours yeah, quite yeah, regularly. Absolutely, um, but. I loved what I was doing on the side and I needed the money from the um, full-time job. So it was fine. Yes. Like it wasn't yeah, a problem. Yeah, yeah. However, I look back now and I just think that was not sustainable. No, that not. was not sustainable no. beyond a few years. So, um, 
yeah, it's a really interesting one. Um, and I think, I just don't think people, like you say, there is this, I mean, I, I think, I think things are changing, actually. I think things are starting to shift. Interestingly, I think this past 12 months has also alerted. So I think lots of people who are in couples where one works from home for themselves and one works out of the home, possibly for themselves, possibly for somebody else. Um, there is this tendency I know that I've heard in fact I mean people have done it to me but less so because I don't share my home with anybody Um, but people will say oh could you just do blah 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 or would you mind waiting in for this parcel and I'm like when you say waiting in I am actually working like I can get up and answer the door in the middle of the day I'm going to get Stuart to listen to this this, um, podcast now because that's exactly what I do hear people and they say you know can you just or could you just do this and I actually know I do know a few people who um, have children and who um, would put the, take their own children to school and then would have um, working friends say, oh, my little one's not very well. Would you mind having her because you're at home today? They're like, no, because I'm at work. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, that's not a thing I can do. But it, there is a definite perception. And I do think that the, the pandemic has changed because everyone is working from home and everyone has realised just how hard that can in fact be. Um, would you agree? Or I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this from the outside from, oh, thank God I don't have anyone else here to, to ask me stupid questions in the middle of the day. But I don't know. The As far as the pandemic has gone, obviously, Stu works um, outside of the home normally. And that this is you were basically talking about our relationship there before Amazing. the pandemic, because that, Can you just, that is what I used to get in the morning. Could you just do this? Could you just do that? And I would say at the, initially, I would say yes, because I felt I felt working from home that I had to do those things as well as working from home. I then realised that that wasn't the case because I, the more I was doing that, the less I was actually doing my job. Uh, and then I had to impart that wisdom onto him and get him to understand that as well and set those boundaries. But the thing that actually really helped him to realise that was when he then had to work from home during the pandemic. And he realised that... Um, Did you knock on his door and say, can you just put the washing on? Do you know what? No, I didn't because I'm not oh, that Sarah, kind of person. You're a better woman than I am. <laughs> It actually didn't occur to me at the time because I was quite happy working quietly away in my office while he was in, in the basement. Office. So that was fine. Yeah. But I think he very quickly realised that just because you are at home and working, it, it means you can't necessarily get all of these things done. So and, it has changed the same perspective token, on that. If it's my own decision to do something. So I yeah. do quite often when my when my, my Fitbit buzzes at me and says, you've, you've, you've done no steps this hour, yep. get, get off your butt. Yep. Um, I will sometimes go and do like a lap of a garden, hang my washing out, put another load of washing on for like a five, 10 minute break from my screen yes. to, to be moving. Yep. But rather than just walking laps around my garden, which is, I think I measured it in the summer, it was like 48 steps around my garden. It is not a big <laughs> garden. Um, so <laughs> I love my garden, it's not big. Um, so yeah, and that, that feels like, okay, that means I don't have to then finish work and put the washing machine on yes um i also have again going back to that setting your own hours um i have to try and work in my during my afternoon working or in the morning before i start work i have to fit in things like hoovering yeah um anything loud because i well i used to be able to hoover at midnight because my neighbor was deaf that neighbour has now moved out, has been replaced by a very nice person, but said person has all of his hearing faculties and I think he would not he would not love me for getting the Hoover out at like midnight. No. Like, oh well, you know, I finished work now, I'm just gonna Don't be that neighbour really, you know? do you? So it's 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 catering to that, remembering that you're on your time scale, but also the the people around you, not necessarily the people that you you know, they're in your life, but people around you yes. generally. And yeah. I think I think that's quite a quite a thing to remember environmentally um, speaking yeah absolutely it's, yeah. It's, and, and do you know as well i don't begrudge it, now that I, it's not being requested of me all the time i'm much more likely to spend to a bit it. more time in the morning yeah but yeah. just because i think do you know what if i get it done now i haven't got to do it later on this evening i can sit down and chill out on the sofa if i want to but yeah um, absolutely. yeah and it's a choice then rather than a 
being put on to you because you happen to be or, at home. Yeah, or feeling yeah. like I had to yeah. do it, absolutely, which yes. unfortunately yeah, yeah, was definitely. the case. But that, that sounds much more healthy. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've, we've got another Louis. Oh, no. He's just jumped down. That's good. There it's was fine. a thump. Yeah, he yeah. He was very quiet the whole time he was here. I bet you didn't even know. <laughs> You'll have to... Um, We'll have to get a photo of Louis to put on in case anyone doesn't know. Who yes. He is. He's very sweet. He's <laughs> mental, but very sweet. Um, so, something we definitely wanted to touch on uh, was phone numbers. Uh, what are your experiences with phone numbers? Phone, phoning for work. Talk to I me about that. I don't have a phone for work, Carla. I do have, uh, if, I, if I dish out my um, phone number, it's my personal phone number. I use it for both personal and work. But to be honest, I hate using the phone so much. It's, it's, it's not your favourite, is it? It's not my favourite, no. I would, I, I would actually much rather do a Zoom call. I'd much rather see a face than talk to a, a voice on the end of a phone. Um, uh, so it's not on my website. I don't have it in my... I don't think, it's, don't think it's in my email. No, I literally don't have it anywhere easily accessible by any of my clients at all. If they want to get in touch with me, they're always prompted to email me. Email yes, first. Yes, yeah. I think I'm exactly the same. Um, but I'm interested that you don't have a separate phone, but you do give your clients your own phone like number. Very occasionally. Because, very well, so mine get mine so that we can do things like chat about, um, or they can they can WhatsApp me pictures of their wardrobe before their shoot, yes. that kind of thing. Because yeah, yeah. I find that a really nice way to work and I often find it's less stressful for them than having to try and get changed off the Zoom camera. It's just it's just easier for them yes. to take pictures and, and that's fine and that works really well for me. Um a lot of my clients are like me, they're, they're night owls, so we often do this late at night and that is no problem for me. But one of the principal reasons I ended up with a second phone for my business and stopped giving my clients, unless they were already my friends, my personal phone number, is because people do unexpected video calls. <laughs> so my phone would ring and it would be a so-and-so is calling, it's a WhatsApp video. And I was just like, I don't, what, that's not okay. I'm not, <laughs> that's not okay right now. <laughs> I'm perfectly dressed. I just don't want to have a video call until I've psyched myself up. Well, for this it. is the thing, and um, I'm the same with phone calls. Actually, this. Uh, if oh, it's... interesting. See, if it fo- if the phone rings, I don't mind at all. Uh, okay. I don't love it, but if I know who it is, I won't pick up a, a, an unknown number, which is another yeah, reason yeah. I don't put my phone number on my website yeah. because actually, if 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 I'm expecting a call from a journalist, they'll say I'm going to phone you at such and such a time. Then I will pick up the call on and around. And that, that is time. different. I'm if it's if it's, arranged, if it's an arranged, yeah. expected yeah. call, then I will always answer but it. If that same journalist then phoned me with a whatsapp call i would be hanging up and saying i'm so sorry i don't do unexpected video calls that's not i mean not that any, the journalists have never done that to me but um but other people have um, in the sort of inquiry process and um, and it's obviously something that's very normal to them and it, i'm not judging people for doing that but it does not work for me yeah. and so i've got a hard no like actually that's not a thing i do i have whatsapp i just don't answer video calls you can text me anytime you like and i'll reply when i can yeah my, and, mine and is yeah, purely so about the unexpectedness and that's the okay that's the total introvert in me because i i it, it takes a lot for me to psych myself up to speak to, to people that i don't really know very well you know even yeah, even I'm, I'm probably better with clients that i've worked with for a long time but even then i still yeah. need to have a little bit of well it is harder on the phone because you lose the um the body language yes. you, you lose so much of what people and, and i struggle on the phone for the same reason mm. i've also realized this is not something i actually knew until the flipping pandemic turned up um i actually rely on lip reading more than i thought mm. i did so i'm in no way deaf i don't have to the best of my knowledge i don't have any hearing um impairments um i do struggle with background noise and i think for me a lot of that is to do with the synesthesia that i don't know if i've ever talked about on the podcast but as people talk i see words go past um like they go past my face 
Um, and so I really struggle if there's background noise because I've got all of those words and then I've got your words and then I've got yeah. my words and I've got and I can't work out what the words are and I still don't know how much I hear and how much I see because mm. obviously I don't know what it's like not to have that. Yeah. But it wasn't until everyone started wearing masks that I realised just how much I rely on seeing people's faces and lips yes. when they're talking. Yeah. And I don't think I'm alone in that, actually, in, in a non... So people who are non-hearing impaired realising that they do actually use more than just the audio. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe why I don't like phone calls very much. Oh, uh, so I think mine is... Because you've only got the voice. Yeah. And we say this on a podcast. Is this ironic that we're on a podcast <laughs> and people can only hear us, not see us? Sorry, guys. Very ironic. Um, but yeah, I think mine is probably... Probably goes back a bit further from working... Um, like in, on the 999 lines and stuff when I when I was oh. younger it's but I don't think it's I don't think it's anything to do with you know having to deal with it. I just I just think years of being on the phones has just completely sent me off in the opposite direction and I just don't like them anymore don't like it yeah. and it's your business therefore you don't have exactly to do it, which is kind this of the whole point theory, of this episode yeah. isn't it is to say this is it's your business it's your rules if you don't want I have had people say to me oh but you're missing business and I'm like again That's if you don't if you want fine. if you want to primarily communicate with phone calls you are not my client there will be I someone will out there who to will some love other phone calls yeah. absolutely because yeah, I absolutely. know there are other people absolutely. who would much rather just jump on a quick five minute call Yep. For me, that would be hell on earth. But for other people, that's absolutely what they yeah. want. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm delighted, actually, that Zoom has become... Because I often used to say, oh, we'll just have like a five minute on Zoom. And people would be like, oh, I don't do video calls. And I was like, well, we can just have a chat without having to leave our houses. It'll be lovely. Yes. Um, and actually, that, that again, has been another long lasting... Everyone knows what one is. Everyone is happy to do one. But for me, they have to be arranged. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nothing you unexpected. Know, even my family, unless it's my mum... I am not, or possibly my grand, because she's still learning how to use WhatsApp calls, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, if it's one of those two, I'll pick up in case they're not expecting it. But um, no, even if I'm not expecting it, but for anybody else, it's like no. If it's that urgent, you can, you know, you can text me first. Yes. <laughs> so, Sorry, friends. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's really interesting. But I, I think to remember that you know you can choose. You are allowed to put your phone off. So actually, if I'm working on on creative work, or if I'm you know if I'm busy with something, or like during the the podcast now that we're recording, um, both my phones are switched off. Yeah. Yeah. Off, off. Not just oh they'll ring on silent. They are off, off. Um, and you're allowed to do that. You and are. I think sometimes we forget that we're business owners. We don't have to be available twenty four seven. Do you know this that, is the thing actually? This is, and that's I think that is the thing. As as a business owner, you do feel like that that you yeah that you have to be available to everybody at, at all hours of the day and night. It's um one of the things I say. I I used to very um uh I used to sweat and worry about so much was you know if an inquiry came in at ten eleven clock at night you know sometimes early hours of the morning and I hadn't responded to it. oh my god you know I hadn't responded yeah. to it yeah. now I've probably lost business and but actually I've, I've one of the things I wanted to um, touch on with that is I will respond to that email at 10 o'clock at night if I'm sitting on on my laptop sure. on the um, on in front of the tv however it won't go out at that time I've, I've one of the things that was really important for me th- uh, last year late last year was I wanted to be able to set up um like set scheduled times like for my scheduling. yes yeah. for my emails to go out and I I very quickly discovered that Gmail does that so I pulled everything into into Gmail and it has been a revelation that I can sit there and I can answer some of these emails in you know late at night if I've got nothing else to do and it's on my mind and I just want to get it done but then I schedule it to go out at eight o'clock the following morning and I schedule it and I close my laptop and I go to bed 
calm and happy and peaceful because I know I've responded to it, but they don't need to get it until tomorrow and it's fine. Yes. I think that's really wise. Yeah, yeah. it's very important. It's, it's definitely something that's become much more important to me in the last year or so. I mean, I'm actually really interested by that because I, I don't think... I don't think that would ever be the case for me. I want people to know that I'm replying late at night because at no point do I want anyone to expect a response or anything from me at eight o'clock in the morning. Eight oh, o'clock no, is not a time I often see. That's different for you because that's those are Those are my hours, mm. but I can, I can totally see that that would be, yeah, or like if something comes in, you know, at four in the morning, I will deal with it the following, even if I'm still awake, I will deal with it the following day. But no, I can totally see how that works really well for you. I think for me, I almost don't want, people to see me replying in normal hours because I don't want anyone to get the idea I mean I do don't get me wrong like I've got a shoot um at the end of this month if it goes ahead um starting at half past nine Mm. you know I can do you know when I do cover graduation I'm there at eight in the morning it it is possible but it is not something I want to be a regular part of my you know I want it to be for specific things it's not not the thing that gives you joy struggling to get up so yeah well the shoots the shoot days shoot days do give me joy so I'm I'm talking about the time of the morning that doesn't give you joy that time of the morning does not give me joy no (laughs) so (laughs) so I think yeah and I I think that I don't know. I think it's permission. I think this whole episode is like a, it's a permission slip from yes, us to you. absolutely. To say, you are allowed to set your own, I mean, boundaries is a very, we did, we did talk about, do we make this just about ours? Do we, do we make this about all the boundaries? Boundaries is a big it's topic. It's a huge topic. But There's so much more I we could talk about in think, other areas. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like this specific little bit of it, so the hours that you work, the hours that you respond, the way in which you respond, yes. the channels that you use, the channels that you allow your customers to demand your attention on your clients to demand your attention on um even actually i suppose it's sort of related the um the channels that you choose to put your stuff out on yes you are allowed to choose you do not have to do everything just because it's there oh my god yeah you um, don't have to be on I mean, every I would, single social media yeah platform i mean i would, I would and... always 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 just in case you get enormous um and, and famous and huge and just because it's nice to have i would always recommend registering your business name on everything yeah and then having a as closed down as possible an account on the ones that you're not going to use, saying, hey, I don't really hang out here. I'm on LinkedIn yes, or I'm on, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Link, if, if you don't really use Pinterest, you use, yeah. just have a little bio that says, I don't really hang out on Pinterest. I'm this name over here on this other place that I do, you know, if it's Instagram that you use or if it's Facebook that you're mostly on or whatever. And I think that is a really good, again, it's a tip that I don't think I'd really considered when I started. Mm. Um. But but now now I do it. It seems mad that I ever tried to do all the social media platforms oh, you just all can't. at once. You can't do them. I've actually um, just signed up to this new one that everyone keeps raving on about at the moment. This Clubhouse one. <laughs> I still have FOMO because I. In fact, I did look for it earlier, and really sadly. So this is another reason why you need to register. Actually, let's. This is a good thing to finish on. Slightly unrelated, but also relevant. Okay. Um. Make sure you register your name everywhere because currently on the Android Play Store and the Google Play Store. There is an app called Clubhouse, which is a project management tool. And currently it has got hundreds of one star reviews going, well, this is bloody useless. I can't even sign up for an account. And the poor company has had to go underneath and say, we're a project management. We're not actually this thing. This thing is not actually available. We're not the Clubhouse you're looking for. We're so sorry that we can't be. We don't do chat. Well, this doesn't even have bloody audio. We're a project management company. Here's a blog post explaining the differences. Like, oh, they've been no. so calm and so measured. Oh. But it looks like they had really good reviews up until Clubhouse. And that's cool. completely destroyed it. And now they're wow. down to like one, two stars and it's 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 potentially ruining them. Oh, so it is really important to register your handle everywhere, even if you're not going to use that platform right now. I would say that's a, it's not something I was planning to bring into this podcast. But, uh, Just kind of happened. Warning. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, 
but register everywhere and then use what you want i would say would be the takeaway from that and like you say it is that it's um, that permission isn't it at the end of the day to this yeah. is your business and it's so you make the rules no one else tell us sorry i don't mean to cut you. across you tell us about the new the new one how is it because i have fomo because i can't have it yet because it's only for I, i'm still I, figuring I, it out do you know what color i think it's going to be great for this podcast I think it is too, if I'm ever allowed on yep. it, but you might have to do it solo for now. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> don't worry. I'm sure there will be an Android version coming out very soon. It's still in, it's in, it's in, in beta it's in mode beta. at the moment. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's invite only. I managed to get an invite to see what it was all about and actually spoke for the very first time on it the other day, terrified, but I did it. Um, oh, that's really exciting. Yeah, and it's, but, uh, yeah, it'll be great for this podcast when it's... Um, that's cool. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. But so uh, yeah, it's good. But going back to what we were talking about, just briefly before we yes, finish. Sorry, <laughs> it is your business. They are your rules. You don't have to do yes. what anyone else tells you, clients or no. Just you know, at the end of the day, this this is the thing I have to keep reminding myself, even now, is that just because they are your clients, they don't dictate your time. They don't dictate um, how you work. They don't actually own you. No, do they? no, they don't. And actually, yeah. you know, I'm I'm very much of the mind, and my clients all know this as well. This is these are the, this is the way I work. You are more than happy to, I am much more than happy to do everything I can for you in the way that I do it. Or if you don't yep. like that, I can tell yep. you some people that you can go and speak to because I can't and help you. I have actually had a couple of clients who, um, one jokingly and one semi-seriously mm. um, in the early days have said, oh, you know, I'm paying you so you have to do what I want. And I was like, no, the door's that yeah, way. See you later. <laughs> Even that early on, I was like, no, that's that's really not how I work. Yeah. Um, you know, I, as I say, like you say, I'll bend over backwards. But you do not get to tell me what to do like the shitty CEOs I've had in the past. Exactly. That's not, I that's work not how for myself. Works. I am my own I boss. I work for myself. Yeah. And yes, there is a routine and freedom and there is, you know, a structure and freedom and freedom and structure and all of that stuff. Yeah. But ultimately, this is my business. And if you don't like it, you can go and find somebody else yes, to book. Yes, you can someone, take your money yeah. elsewhere. That is OK. Yeah. And that's not in a disdainful way. That's not done in a scornful no. way. That is coming from a place of I know who I am. I know how I want to work, and I am very secure in that. Absolutely. And I think that that's a really good place to be. Um, Definitely, it takes a bit of confidence yeah. to get there, but it does. It's um, when you when you start to realise that you're that you're allowed to be that way, and you're allowed to run your and business. That we are way. telling you, you're allowed. Yes. If you're not sure, yes. we are telling you, aren't we? This, that you are definitely as allowed. As Carla just are, said, we are here to provide permission. This is your permission slip. You are absolutely allowed to run your business your way the way that feels best for you yeah definitely yeah and we would love to hear what you do we would love to hear about your um any quirky bits that you do or any things that you've said no to or yeah. i don't know anything we, we'd love yeah tell us please drop us a note yeah message us on uh, whatever platforms it is we're on it's fine. Um, we're gonna... i know we're not on all of them <laughs> <laughs> no we're not on all of them <laughs> terrible isn't it don't obviously don't follow our advice uh, don't do as what we uh, as we do just yeah, do, do as, as we say, say <laughs> not as we do no, no, no. but um well no because we're only on three aren't we, we there are. are at least 12 out there so yeah yes. no um but we would love to hear what you do that is a bit different and the things that you do that how you run your business yeah your that would be awesome i'd love to start a conversation up about that that'd be great cool definitely i think that wraps us up so then, guess. are we gonna I do a little does, goodbye yeah we're, so. we're doing a sensible goodbye now aren't we because we, we we've got everything else yeah we're doing up. a sensible goodbye very odd but yes <laughs> so until next time Thanks. take care and goodbye Bye-bye. Bye. thanks so much for listening we'd love for you to rate us review us and subscribe on your favorite podcast app five stars please where can people find us online carla we are on facebook and instagram at creative reboot co and we also have a Facebook group, which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes. Just search for Creative Reboot Group. 
And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or have topics that you want us to chat about. We'll look forward to seeing you there.